I just want to start off this episode by recording this moment in my life. I am coming back from having watched the Super Bowl. I don't remember which number it is. Maybe 58? It's 2024. Anyways, um, it was my annual relearning of football rules and everything because every year I like forget it and stuff, but then there's always a game that I'm at or I'm watching for whatever reason and need to relearn. But you know, then once you tell me who to cheer for, and obviously this time I was cheering for the Chiefs because of Taylor Swift, um, then I get super into it. And I was just at the watch party and I think I was the only person there who was rooting for the Chiefs. Everybody else was a Niners fan. But let me tell you, like, I may not be so into the game on my own, but again, once I know who to cheer for, I am so invested. I was so tense the whole time. I was holding my breath for a majority of the game. Um, it was so close. I was like literally in tears. I could hear my heartbeat, but the wind was amazing. And um, I feel all fired up and I just, Wish I could relive it. It was amazing. Hi, this is Robin and welcome to So It Goes. This podcast is a collection of audio postcards, if you will, from daily life and lessons in my 20s. Thanks for being here and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hi, and welcome to today's episode in which we are talking about my love for social media. Genuinely, I love social media. I admit it. I feel like I only am allowing myself to think or say that now because honestly, saying love and social media in the same sentence feels so antithetical. I think social media gets such a bad rap sometimes that we think about it so negatively, like it's a time sucker. It's so destructive, makes you antisocial. And I think I truthfully, I think I've always loved social media, but never let myself realize that because I kind of felt this unspoken pressure to like be against social media and want to have the willpower to quit it, right? But recently in the last couple years, I've just taken a step back and been honest with myself and realized, no, social media, I think, is what you make of it, and it can be a great thing, and it has been a really, really great thing for me in my life. I hate the way that it sounds because I almost feel like it makes it sound as though social media is something I depend on, but I don't think that's true. It's just been a really great supplement for me in making connections and staying in touch with people. It's done a lot of great things for me, so I'll be talking about those reasons in this episode, which I'm excited to finally talk about because I wish more people talked about the positives of social media. So for some context, when I talk social media, what I'm saying really is Instagram. I've never, I've really only ever had Instagram. Um, I technically have a Facebook, but I don't use it. I don't have TikTok. I never got Snapchat or anything. So Instagram really is for me what I mean by social media. But trust me, even just within that one app of Instagram in the how many years have I used Instagram? Like um, since freshman year of high school. So uh, like eight or so years now, 
in those eight years that I've had Instagram, I have had so, so many different accounts. It's not even funny. So, right, like I started out with my personal account and then I had a Taylor Swift fan account for a long time. And then I transitioned that into a very long period where I had a Christian devotional account where I was reading my Bible every single day and posting every single day about what I had learned and things. That actually grew quite big. I grew a big community through that and made a lot of friends. We'll talk about that later, but that became sort of a big like operation, if you will. And then I went back to really heavily using my personal account. And then I created a music account where I was posting all my songwriting. And now I really invest a lot of time in my podcast account to promote this show. So yeah, suffice to say, I've had a lot of experience (laughs) in the Instagram realm. And um, yeah, as I said before, I've loved it. The first and honestly biggest reason I love social media is because of the close friends you get to make through it. Uh, The internet is kind of like the great equalizer the way I see it. It breaks down the barriers of having to make friends just with like whoever's in your geographical location. Also, I almost feel like being on social media kind of lets you... um, uh, What's the right word? It's not customized, but I think you'll get the idea. It kind of lets you just attract or approach people who you really do want to be friends with. It's not just whoever happens to be in your immediate circle or at your work or whatever, but it's just the people you find online who have similar interests to you or passions or talents, and they could be anywhere in the world. Maybe you don't even share those interests or talents, but you find somebody else to be very interesting. And through the power of the internet, you get to just reach out to them. You just text them, you DM them, and you get to become friends like that. And I have so many cool friendships and relationships. Honestly, it feels like my closest ones in life have been through social media. And to me, that's just like why I'm so grateful for Instagram. Like I've met all these people that I would never have met otherwise if not for the internet, just because of those reasons I listed. So for example, I've made multiple good friends all over the world through music. Uh, Matt and Soph have been on the podcast. I know Aaron's listening to this. Hi, Aaron. <laughs> Shout out to Ama, who's also in Sydney, and just watch out for her, guys. She is her career is blossoming, and I'm excited to see what's in her future. But you know, those three alone are all abroad, like Australia and the UK. And if not for the internet, I probably would never have met them. Yet now that we have. I have these friends who not only like we support each other in terms of music, but also they know like personal parts about my life and vice versa. And like we just get to have that friendship on a deeper sense. Locally too, though, social media helps you make friends because when I was in Seattle, I came across this account where this girl Harini was posting about different foods that she was trying around the area and different trips she was taking and such. And I thought she just had a cool vibe. So I ended up direct messaging her and then just saying like, you seem like a really cool person. I love your content. Hey, if you ever want to get together, uh, we should meet up and hang out. And we ended up doing that once. And since then, hung out so much while we were in Seattle and I ended up being part of that content too. Like we would make it together of those places she was going and posting about. And um, it was just so cool to see that come to fruition because of Instagram. And 
if you get lucky, some of those friendships that you make online with people around the country or the world start out that way, just as a distance online friendship, but end up turning into in-person stuff. It's wild. Like, I think I've just gotten lucky in this department, but seriously, like when I was 16 and I had that Christian devotional account I talked about, for some reason at that point in time, so many other young teenagers were doing the same kind of thing. And so we had a great community. And for like, you know, the next four to six years, I had just stayed in touch with them because we became friends and we stayed in touch on a personal level through social media, had that relationship. And then it turned out that two of them ended up being my in-person friends because one, Christina, who was on the podcast as well, ended up going to my same school. So for four years of college, we got to hang out pretty often. And then Sid, who has also been on the podcast, ended up taking a job in the exact city that my family moved to at some point. So that was mind-blowing. And again, I think I got lucky in that regard, but it was so cool that through the power of social media and the internet, I got to have these friends who were internet friends at first and then became some of my closest in-person relationships. And not because I hadn't made other friendships in person or anything like that, but in a sense, it was kind of like these friends got to be some of my closest because we had bonded through something we related to from the get-go, whatever that was, be it music or this Christian devotional content or you know, posting stuff in Seattle, whatever it is, because we had that common thing that we've related to, it made for such a successful friendship in person. And I don't know, I just think it is so cool. Apart from the making close friends aspect though, because again, I kind of feel like I have gotten oddly lucky in terms of how many internet friends I've made and just the great relationships they've led to. Even apart from that, my second reason for loving social media is the interactions that it opens up for you. Because again, social media kind of feels like the great equalizer. Like for example, I don't know, I'm such a sucker for celebrities and like famous people, but they no longer seem super intimidating or untouchable to me because social media, not only do you get to see their posts and like things about their personal life that they choose to put out there, but now all these people are accessible. You can DM them, you can send them a message, you can comment on their posts. And honestly, I've found that through the internet and social media, it's not that rare or uncommon for those really famous people to still interact with you. There have been so many times where I've commented on some of my favorite creators or influencers or whatever fill-in-the-blank famous person's Instagram post and they'll either like the comment or pin it or even reply to me and I love that I still like that excitement still doesn't fade away from me like the um, the coolness of it isn't lost on me but I no longer feel like those big names are inaccessible or untouchable. Amelia de Moldenberg from Chicken Shop Date often like pins my comments or replies to them which makes me really excited and happy because I love her show and it's kind of weird to think in that sense too that because she has pinned or reposted my comments it's very likely that the many many celebrity guests that she's had could have seen it like I made a comment once about how awesome the Phoebe Bridgers chicken shop date was and she reposted it 
And I have, you know, reason to believe that Phoebe Bridgers herself could have seen it. And then if you think that way, it's like Phoebe Bridgers is a big name connected to all these other artists. So, you know, you just never know, right? (laughs) Which is so weird and cool to think about. I kind of feel like if I hear a song on the radio or see an actor in a movie or watch a video by some YouTuber, it doesn't seem crazy to me to think that I can go find their Instagram comment on their posts and have them reply to me like within a day and I say that because it has happened like literally um okay I guess I have so many examples of people who have gone from social media to my podcast but Cheryl Tugade was on one of my podcast episodes early on and we literally met because I was in a cafe in Korea and the radio came on playing one of her songs I shazammed it I found out who she was found her on Instagram and YouTube I left a comment and then we kind of made a connection through that. And then I asked her to be on the podcast and now we're good friends too. And again, (laughs) that all came because of the internet and social media. But this thing about, I don't know, quote unquote, accessing people doesn't just pertain, I think, to famous or yeah, just like big names. Also, it just lets you connect with people that maybe before you wouldn't have had a way to. So for example, once... I don't know. I love the Pike Place Market sign in Seattle. So for some reason, I think I was looking for a watercolor version of it. And I was on Google and I came across this blog post of this beautiful watercolor image of the Pike Place sign. So I ended up looking for that artist's Instagram and I found her. And again, I just DM'd her and complimented her. And since then, we've stayed in touch. Um, Melissa EY was somebody who... Actually, I met years and years ago because she was an alumna of my high school. And one time she was on campus. I just met her. We didn't actually stay in touch. But years later, when I started this podcast and wanted to have people on as guests, I ended up looking for her. I found her through Google. And again, let me turn it Instagram. We got in touch. Now we have our friendship as well. And she got on the podcast, as everybody else that I've been mentioning has. So I... I don't know. Have I made my point? Like, it just seems so cool to me. My third reason for loving social media is that it's a place for me to really share my creativity and kind of control what I want my page or my space to look like. Um, I think if I didn't really have so much stuff that I create and also want to share, social media probably wouldn't have meant that much to me. But to me, it's like I get a place where I get to show off the stuff that I'm making for my podcast. I get to promote it or I get to share songs because I'm not the type of person who wants to go on the radio or I don't want to go do gigs at different bars and restaurants sharing original songs. They probably wouldn't even give me that opportunity. But you know, Instagram is free and open to anybody. So through there, the beauty of it is that I can just make an account on there and share my songs with whoever is willing to listen or finds my page. I love that because I'm a creative person, now the internet gives me a space to share it and kind of make my space what I want it to be. And as I said before, that also attracts like-minded people. I've met a lot of other podcasters and content creators because I have an account of that type, right? And the final last reason why I love social media is because of the way that it lets you stay in touch with people. Um, This is going to sound really bad, but 
it lets you stay in touch with people without having to get too invested or say too much. I don't know what it is, but I have realized that I am an awful, and that is an understatement, but awful texter, and I'm also not much of a phone call person. So in that regard, I'm very, very, very bad about staying in touch. It is nothing personal. You could be my closest friend, but I will probably take forever to reply to you or initiate a conversation or something, if ever, because I don't know, I just have this weird anxiety about it. But through social media, It almost feels, uh, again, this sounds so bad, but like a very low risk, no strings attached way to stay in touch. You know, you kind of just get to passively see people's posts and stay up to date and leave comments here and there, maybe swipe up on a story or just send a reel, you know, send send a video that makes you think of them and you laugh together with. And then it's kind of non-committal, like you just send a few texts about it and stuff. And it's not very deep. I know how shallow that sounds, but I feel like for me, that really is what works the best. And it honestly just kind of feels like real life too. You know, if you have a close friend that you hang out with all the time, you're not always having these groundbreaking, deep conversations together. Oftentimes life kind of looks like you just sitting on the couch next to each other in silence, just enjoying each other's company and then randomly laughing at something you see on your phone or something. And to me, in that way, that kind of staying in touch on social media feels similar to that, where it's just kind of keeping in touch becomes more casual. And I don't know, I like it that way. I feel like it hasn't really diminished any of my real life relationships. And then when it comes to in-person connections, I feel like at least the way I use Instagram is a very healthy way where it helps me to kind of be in the know on somebody's life and see the things that they post. Usually that reflects what they care about so that when we're in person, I have talking points or I have something to start off with, you know, just to bring up in conversation or maybe propose a certain hangout because I see through social media the kinds of stuff that they like and I think just getting that angle on them through their posts and through Instagram or what have you just lets me be a better friend in real life, if that makes sense. And this is especially true for people who are like, maybe not close friends, but acquaintances or classmates. And I feel like I get to know a little more of their personal side without having to find out through like a long you know, coffee date where we look into each other's eyes and like bear our souls, share deep conversation like it's just I see it through social media and it works that way um and so yeah again maybe I'm just a shallow person but I really like that aspect of social media so yeah it's a good thing to me and I will say I speak not just from the experience of doing all this stuff but also from the flip side of having at one point having had logged out of Instagram I think it was like a year or a year and a half where I kind of took a hiatus from social media and I honestly thought it was going to be the most enlightening experience ever. I would finally connect with what really mattered in life and I would like basically have the opportunity to touch grass instead of staring at my phone screen all the time. I thought it was going to be all enlightening and life-changing like that, but honestly, I found that at least the way I use it and in my context and situation, I felt uh, very out of touch with people I think it was also very specific to the time I did it because at that point it was senior year of high school. Um, In high school, I didn't have a car or a job. I kind of lived further from people and didn't have 
like a best friend or anything. And so I spent a lot of time studying and staying at home with my family. So I felt like social media was a nice way to kind of be in touch with everybody without having to hang out all the time and not having it and then also not having a car or not having a way to spend time with people outside of school or sports. It just really did feel like it robbed me of that connection. So I found out that, okay, social media can be a really positive thing when used correctly. And I know that that story probably makes it sound like I was really relying on it as a crutch, but I'd like to think that that wasn't the case. And I don't know, speaking of situations, I'm a military kid, so I've grown up my whole life moving away from people or having friends move away from me. And there are people all over the world. And some of them were not close enough where I actually want to get on a phone call all the time to just just to know what's going on in their life. But it's nice to be following them on Instagram or something so that occasionally I could see their posts and just be up to date on like, oh, I guess they got married or they had a kid or they live in Hawaii now or something random. And I get to, you know, comment like congratulations or something without having to be some super deep moment. And like we have to be besties in order for us to know what's going on in each other's life, right? So yeah, in that way, social media in conclusion, (laughs) has been very good to me. I'm curious your thoughts on it. It only seems right that I say that you should message me on Instagram um, with whatever thoughts or opinions you have on this. Maybe you agree with me, maybe you disagree. I'd love to know. I think social media can be a very controversial thing, but again, it all comes down to how you use it, in my opinion. And I'm curious to hear your experience. With that, thank you for listening to this podcast. It almost feels um, similar to posting on social media in that it's very one-sided, like I talk to you and you consume, but in a weird way, just like social media, this podcast has allowed me to make connections with people because you guys, after listening, end up reaching out to me and saying how it impacted you or your thoughts on it and stuff. So I don't know. I just have a really good time with it and I appreciate Um, getting to share it with you. So I will hopefully talk to you next week. I post every Thursday, so look out for an episode. Until then, take care. Thank you for listening and I'll talk to you then. Bye. Listen, I know nobody likes the way they sound on recording, but I would say that after having done this podcast for a while, I've gotten used to hearing my own voice because I have to edit and such, and I've gotten used to it. I don't love it, but I've gotten used to it. However, however, I just listened back to this episode. I'm in the car and I was reviewing it by playing it on the car speakers, and I like want to smash my head into a wall why do I sound the way that I sound I think I'm gonna retire